You're listening to the show with Sam and Joe. This is episode six for June 26th, 2014. This week, we chat about how our parents almost let us drown as children and body parts falling off. We also talk about J-pop, pimple popping, and accepting the trash within us. So stick around for the show. <laughs> okay, well, I guess this week we aren't going to start with <laughs> us talking about our bowel movements. Actually, we just got done. We did, though. <laughs> we but, did, yeah, though, because we, we... recorded... <laughs> We an entire hour. An entire yeah. hour of us talking about some stuff. We weren't really scripted. And we got into some heavy stuff, so we kind of mutually decided not to post it. But it's in the archive. <laughs> so we're doing... We put it in our archive. <laughs> yeah, we're we... we We went into some subjects. I said some things I never I, have told anyone I before. Said some things also. <laughs> Who knows? We you guys like, may never know. We yeah. we may post it later, but probably not. Who knows? It's, if it's one safe, of us it's is safe famous, on my hard drive. If one of us is ever famous, we're gonna leak it to TMZ. So, <laughs> yep, that's the goal. <laughs> if 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 one of us gets famous and the other one doesn't, the other one has to ruin the other one's career completely. That is the plan. That's our pact. That's our friendship <laughs> pact. Um, and so instead, we're going to talk about more lighthearted subject. Joe, I know I asked you before, since we already taped a podcast, how you were doing, but you should explain it again. How are you doing, Joe? What's up? Oh, I'm good. <laughs> and that's the show. Thanks for listening to the show. No. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye. Uh... No, I'm good. I oh. have, um, well, if... I won't explain all of it again, but I did some fun things this weekend. I went to Baker Beach and I went to the Legion of Honor Museum. Which isn't the Medal of Honor Museum. It's different. No, it, it <laughs> has nothing to do with nothing that. It's just a bunch that. of artwork. Yay, art. But otherwise, is San Francisco treating you well? Oh, it's good. Is it it's good? good. And are you it's... settled into your new, new apartment yet? Because I know last week you were ju- you just moved into your... N- second apartment right yeah and i i honestly don't know if i ever will be completely settled into this place it's not that bathroom you were in before no it will be no lime green echoey bathroom that's (laughs) for sure but it's it's i don't know it's it's not as homey as the last place was mostly because i I don't have like full run of the place you know i share this with three other people but and I don't even know who all housemates are even here right now because I they come and go because mm-hmm. it's a short term place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think two of them just left, and I don't even know if I ever met one of them. Weird. It's weird. <laughs> I don't know. Did, did I tell you last week about? Oh, I told you the padlock he gave me when he came to give me the keys. He gave me a roll of toilet paper and a padlock for my door yeah and i i think i stated that uh, were you in prison or what it's did i tell you what the padlock the padlock has something written on it no what's on it like in not just written on it engraved in it Uh, um no please yeah it says fighter like 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 a fighter like a fighter pilot fighter like f-i-g-h-t-e-r like it just says like it's you're a fighter huge, joe it's this huge metal padlock <laughs> and it just says fighter is it like officially ingrained or is it like someone that had like an in- one of the things that it no it's in- not like prison engraved it's like <laughs> actually engraved <laughs> it's not shanked in it's <laughs> it's not 
chiseled in with your shank. <laughs> with it's actually shank. like pressed in. Oh my god! But it, it it's it. Every time I put it on, I put it on my door every day when I leave the house. And that's I'm so just sketchy. Like, I'm sorry. It is so sketchy. <laughs> like I just imagine you like leaving an actual maximum security prison every time you go to work, and I'm just uh, like, God damn it, Joe! <laughs> what did you put yourself into? It's kind of like that, except it's such a nice part of town. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> you're closer to Japan Town this time around, aren't you? Oh yeah. Oh, in our in the first podcast we recorded, I, d- I didn't even talk about all my excursions to Japan Town in the past week. Yeah. So what have you done? I know you frequent there a lot because oh, Japan Lord, Town. I have and been it's going. Yeah. My my bus transfers there, and so on, on the way home from work, I'll. Sometimes from work, I'll see if I can leave like half an hour early or something, mm-hmm. but just so I can walk around Japantown and go to the stores and stuff. So I have just been purchasing everything. I got, um, oh, this sort of leads us into perfume. Ooh. I got an illuminated ear pick. Did you <gasps> see that? Well, I, I saw that you talked about it. Did you take a picture of it? Yeah, there's a picture on my blog and I got it because... Achan from Perfume, she talks about having, she talks about being like obsessed with ear picks in some That's random so interview. Weird. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, I need an illuminated ear pick. I'm going to have to get one. So, and it was only like, you know, 250 or something. Did you just come, like randomly come across it or were you actively seeking this illuminated ear pick? No, I was picking up everything I could see. I was in the, <laughs> this was in the, dollar uh, fifty. Oh, it was only a dollar fifty, not two fifty. I was in the dollar fifty store, and I oh, like so I awesome. will go in there. I will go in there with a basket and just like start grabbing things. Oh, I just want it all. I got some. I got six sheet masks. Oh, you saw. I've been sending you some Snapchats. Now, is that different <laughs> than the one that was made out of snails? Well, it, it's still sheet masks, but these ones do not have snail essence in them. These <laughs> are essence one of, of them. Yeah, one of them is collagen and one is coenzyme Q10. Uh, hopefully that isn't acid. It's probably some sort of acid. <laughs> I hope it's acid. But every, I want to let everyone know, every time Joe puts on one of these fucking terrifying face masks, he always Snapchats my friends and I. Um, yes. And it's... He's just the most beautiful human being on the entire face of the earth. <laughs> and he's always like, ever he has, like, the peace sign, and he's like always trying to be so kawaii and he looks like his <laughs> face is legit melting off. It's glorious. I'm super cute. Super kawaii. I'm the kawaii queen of San Francisco. <laughs> you are the queen of San Francisco, it sounds like. You've taken that city by storm. Uh... No. But anyways, yeah, so but... so Achan, Achan, Achan has uh, this obsession with ear picks. I'm I'm wondering if it like because obviously we don't speak Japanese and we rely on fan translations. So for all you know, Joe, that could have been a total fucking lie. That... No, they had them in the interview. Really? Yeah, they oh my like God. in whatever interview I saw, they received them like the the interviewer, the host or whatever gave them illuminated ear picks oh, as gifts. Oh my god. Because they were, because, and I, I'm pretty sure it was Achan that was the one who was super excited about it. <laughs> She's the only one who ever shows any emotion, period. <laughs> basically. So true. But, um, yeah, she was she was talking about them. They yeah. love them. I, and so what, what do you do with them? Do you, like, scrape earwax out of your ear? Or? It has, okay. So it's, 
it has a little hook on the end, but it's like rubberized, so it's not like sharp or something. Okay. And you just, you, it lights up, the end of it lights up, and you stick it in your ear, and it just, it's like a little ice cream scoop. Ooh, kind of. that sounds like Yeah, oh, oh my fun. God, I need to get you one, actually. We yeah. We talked about your ear things last week. I'll, I'll <laughs> get you one. probably need it. Yeah, I'll get you one. Yeah. I give you mine, but it's been in my ear. mm, I don't think I want it. (laughs) You can keep it. Keep it, please, God. I don't want to fucking touch any of your anything. My earwax. You don't want my earwax? No. No, please, no. But. Oh, did you ever see that episode of Mythbusters where they try to make candles out of earwax? Is that one of the older ones? I don't have any concept of how old any of them are. I just <laughs> used to marathon them all the time. Um, I, it sounds familiar, but it could have just been you talking to me about this particular episode before, because I'm pretty sure you have. Did they actually... Probably. Like, <laughs> did, did they actually have any success making... Because the, the wax, the substance in your ears isn't actually like wax, yeah. is it? I think they found out that it's it wasn't good. For candles. What a fucking surprise. Wait, I don't think it was. But I remember they had to go through like in order to get enough of the earwax, they went like every member of the staff. They like had a doctor or someone there cleaning out their ears and scraping out their earwax. Oh, I don't even want to so see the accumulation of that. It was like well, I do have a weak stomach and I get queasy a lot, but I mm. also really like morbid things. So it's, so, it's a struggle. Like, I can usually handle s- stuff like that. Yeah. But when I saw this earwax, I was just like, it almost made me barf. <laughs> almost did you so, in. It almost did me in. <laughs> anyway, what were you talking about for film? Yeah. <laughs> There's some perfect muse- m- muse- news that you There's have. There's some news. Um, well, you just told me this before. I received the... Um, fan club email world fan club yeah because joe email so perfume has this like worldwide fan club that you it, you can it, be it's in a the thing the japanese fan club or you can pay to be in the world fan club and i'm in the world fan club and it's it's yeah. not a free thing you like legit have to pay for it <laughs> and like what all do you get like i i'm not totally clear it's not clear um, to me what all you get with being a, a subscriber to this they blog, actually. Oh. Like on their, yeah, they write little blogs. Sometimes they have little video messages and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, live streams. We get like the password to them. We're not supposed to give it out. <laughs> Which it's always posted on Tumblr, almost yeah, always. No. <laughs> or else, if, if it's not, then the video is uploaded to Tumblr later. Oh, yeah, totally. Really matter. But um, I think, I, I don't know if being part of the world... Because I don't know how it's going to work with the New World Tour, but maybe I'll get priority access to tickets. I hope I do. That would be nice. Anyways, Perfume announced their third world tour. Yes. um, Like today, like legit on Monday when we're recording this. And And it's going to be the first time they're in the US, right? I think so. They weren't in the U.S. before, were they? I don't remember. No, I don't think they've ever. I don't think they've ever like legit performed here. No, I know Kyari has. That's why I'm getting confused because I should not yeah, put them in the she, same category. But- she performed at this thing last year that I'm going to this year. Wait, the J-pop what you d- summit. Oh yeah. J- oh, you're going to J-pop summit. Yeah, That's I've got Anne. Awesome. I'm going to the. Yeah, it's. I'm going. Uh, my best friend's going to be in town. 
when I'm when it's going on. And so me and her, Elizabeth, we're going to go to it. I'm going to f- force her to go to it. It's not her thing. She's a good friend. <laughs> She's a friend from Arkansas. So yeah, yeah it's totally not her thing. <laughs> Do you know um, who all is performing at J-pop summit this year? Anything, anyone that we know? Uh, oh, um, the creator of, I'm not big on the Vocaloid stuff. What's her name? Hot. Hatsune Miku. Yeah. Yeah. The creator of, her of that if thing. you can call it her that thing <laughs> that is gonna be there that's really then cool then it's like tokyo girls style i think they're still really like announcing people every day oh, okay but it's th- also the same week as the japanese film festival and i got tickets to that too oh you're gonna have so much fun i'm actually really yeah, jealous i had no idea you were I going am, to these things i'm going to a screening of uh, uh i think it's called garden of words Ooh. Yeah, one of the it's like a an anime or an anime movie, I guess. Oh. It, it looked like the most exciting to me. Oh, and then I also got tickets to they have this one thing that kicks off the J-pop festival and it they show you music videos for like 40 straight minutes in a movie theater. Oh. And they are showing Chiari <gasps> and they are showing perfume. Oh my god. Yeah, oh, so that I sounds got, amazing. I got tickets to that too. Uh, and when is this? Like, is it coming? This up? is the week of. Uh, this is the weekend of the nineteenth of July. Is when it starts. Oh, okay. Yeah, on the nineteenth, nineteenth and twentieth is the J-pop Summit Festival, and then that whole next week, I believe, is the Japanese Film Festival. Oh, that's but gonna be before so much fun. then. Japan Day is the weekend before that on July 13th. And I'm going to go to that celebration as well. They're having oh. a whole lot of stuff in Japan down. And then... Shit, you're going to be busy. I am bit like... It's going to be a very exciting July. And every single week, a new J-pop album comes out in July of an artist that I like. Really? Yeah. So we got um, July 2nd. Ayumi Hamasaki oh, has a new oh, you, album. You've always loved her. I do like her. I like her conditionally. <laughs> I would mm. say I like her unconditionally, <laughs> but uh, I like some of her stuff. She was the first J-pop I ever really sort of listened to. Yeah, yeah, that's why I um, remember her. Yeah, and I, I think one of the a couple of the songs of leaked and. People are saying they sound really good, and I've heard snippets. And Ooh. It, I'm hoping, fingers crossed, she's digging herself out of her little grave <laughs> now. <laughs> she's down there with Crystal K, so oh, hanging out. R.I.P. Crystal K. R-I-P. Apparently, Crystal K lives in, she like permanently lives in New York now. Really? Does she like get excommunicated from Japan or something? I mean, probably. Probably. Who knows? Yikes. Praying for Crystal. Writing her in my yeah. prayer book extra for tonight. Oh, but um, all the other J-pop albums. Kiaris comes out on July 9th. That's so exactly a, a week after that. And then exactly a week after that, Perfumes EP, Kling Kling, Kling comes Kling. out. And then exactly a week after that, Girls' Generation is releasing a Japanese best of album. Oh, and it's only—I think it only has one new song on it. But I mean, it's I best of lo- album. Like, I'm what else are you gonna it. expect yeah. from that? So it's a busy, busy month for J-pop. I'm gonna be a busy Japanese bitch that month. That's for damn sure. I am. 
<laughs> I bet you anything, like, I'm sure people cosplay to those, like, um, like the film, well, then maybe the film festival, but I know that from the caddy video that I watched, like, last year of J-Pop Summit that was from last year, there were some people that were cosplaying over there, so you should take some candid little snips of some QT cosplayers, because I know there can be some Oh, I some definitely will. Ones. And I'm gonna, look, my kawaii-ist... Oh my god! Oh yeah, <gasps> what are you gonna look like? What what have you planned? I your already outfit? have it. Oh, I, you know I already have it planned. <laughs> <laughs> What's it's it's the most important question? Which pair of circle lenses are you going to wear? I am wearing my biggest brown, dark brown ones. Mm. I just want cool. I would wear my crazy ones, the same ones that Kiati wears in one of the A-Look campaigns. Uh, but those are at home in Arkansas right now. Uh, so I'm oh, yeah, you wear my talking to me about that. Yeah, so I'm going to wear my big brown ones, which they're the only ones I have here now, but they're my favorite. Uh, and then I'm going to wear probably all black with gold. Like I'm toned down a little bit. Oh I'm my wear god! That, that black sweater with the gold diamonds on it. Ooh! And then my gold platform sneakers. Oh! Oh! I've seen pictures of those. Yes. Oh! Uh, I I've always loved those. You you've always I had really them. good shoes. I have so many shoes and here with me in San Francisco, I only have four pairs with me, mm-hmm. which really sucks because I'm like, I really like buying shoes, but I don't branch out all that much. I have like this problem where I'll buy shoes and they'll sit in a box for five years. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. But then I always discover them and I, then I wear them all the time. Like there when you I go. Find them. It just takes a while for it to like marinate before you're ready for them. Yeah. So when I, my main pair of shoes here in San Francisco, this is such an interesting podcast, by the way. <laughs> um, <laughs> you get what you pay for, which is free. So yep, but that is, that is the truth. The fucking truth. So don't complain. Stupid shits. I've been wearing those those platforms a lot and then a pair of like moccasins. That doesn't really matter. Why am I talking about this? <laughs> because anyway. because fashion and J-pop. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so um as speaking of of J-pop summit and J-pop in general, um perfume single, well they so today they um announced of their the world tour and that they're going to be in the U S for a couple of dates in November, I believe in Los Angeles and New York. And I'm like, my little, my little J pop gay innards are just kind of wanting to stare over to there. But, um, they also released their single cling cling, which is from the EP that you named. Wait, um, so did they release it today or did, was it leaked today? No. So, so what happened was, um, Achan has this little radio show that she does. Uh, Is it yeah. called? It's called yeah. like, or or maybe it's it's from the fan club. It's called Perfume Locks. Yeah. I I don't know much about it. Anyways, they premiered it there allegedly, and, and so that's where it's being ripped from. Yeah, so it's being ripped from that. Oh, okay. um, so I don't think it's an official release, but they they played it in full because part of Kling Kling was played in that. Was it? Was it? Is that teaser? It's, it's it's some teaser thing because they didn't play Kling Kling in the Panasonic one that was Display, which is also yeah. going to be on the EP. 
Anyways, so the at least the sh- quote short version of Kling Kling, which sometimes they do regular versions and short versions, was ripped and released onto Tumblr today. And um, I had a chance to listen, and you had a little chance to listen right before we started recording this yeah, podcast. Yeah, I only just listened right before this podcast, as because I was at work all day. And but and what were your you opinions? notified me? It sounds Russian. What, Russian. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like the style or the like <laughs> lyrical stuff? No, not lyrical, but like the style of it. Ooh. I feel like I he sends ru- some Russian influence or something. Hmm. No, someone's going to be like, you're so racist. You don't know what Russian music <laughs> sounds like. Uh, you know but- what? I don't have to. I'm an American. <laughs> Hashtag Arkansas <laughs> is happening right now. Yeah, I, I say things and I, they become. I, I enjoyed it. I, I think I, I can. I feel that. That their producer is it? I I I'm in that phase where I'm like, is it Nakata or Nataka? It's not. Nataka. I don't even. I don't even bother. Anyways, he. You can tell when he starts getting influence from other things because he produces Perfume and Meg and well, no one listens to Meg, um, and Kiari, and he Capsule and Capsule. LOL. LOL. <laughs> <laughs> the most important one, which I'm just co- uh, conveniently leaving out. But there's a capsule song I've been really obsessed with lately. We can talk about that in a second. Yeah, we, we will. But anyway, so essentially his sound doesn't really change throughout all of his productions. It's just his sound. Yeah. But you can tell when he's getting inspiration. And he's been getting inspiration at least the past year and a half from kind of um, Western EDM electronic kind of dubstep type of um, kind of darker beats. And you can tell, at least in in Kling Kling, it it has that typical um, short step, dubstep kind of slower. It's not slow, but it's like half timed um, rhythm in the background. And yeah. I, I I heard a lot of that stuff during. Um, it, it is it's especially prominent in Cowdy's single Invader Invader during like the breakdown. It's like a legit dubstep inspired breakdown, and it's not as prominent in um, Kling Kling. But it's I kind of like, like when when Taylor Swift did that dubstep and I knew you were trouble. I knew you were trouble. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, it's kind of like that ish, in but, that it's like suit. It's not like dubstep you would it's hear like in like pseudo a dubstep, dubstep club. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. I really like it. I I have, from what I've heard, I have confidence in this EP. Aside from hold your hand or. Whatever oh, fuck shit. That. <laughs> I'm over. I was over that song two seconds after I heard I it. I was over that song when I like <laughs> saw the title and I was like, "This is another Jap- Japan dramatic thing." Yeah, I was like, no. "Another drama song." Ugh. But oh well, it'll know. be good. I guess we'll get to hear it all on what day does it come out? I just said it a minute ago. The sixteenth. 16th of I'm sure July, it'll leak right? before then. Yeah, July 16th. And so I, you were going to say something as I was talking about Nakata, Nataka, oh, Nacho Libre. A capsule song? Yes, the capsule song you're obsessed with. What is it? Oh my God, I have been listening to it on the bus. It's old. Um, is it? I don't even know how old. It's on the Player album. I think that's the one album I have. Um, that was 2010, apparently, but it's called "Stay with You." Oh my God, Is Joe! Song? Joe, do you like? Do you I, love that song too? I obsessed over "Stay with You" 
about nine months ago and i didn't want to tell anyone because no one in our friend group has really gotten into into capsule and i I love it capsule's the one where i have um i have more 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 and i have player yeah and i've listened to both wait more 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 is a full-length album right i think so yeah yeah don't and I've listened that, to sure. him. I, ju- I think I just pulled it up and it is. Yeah, that's the one with Jumper. Yes, yes. Jumper is amazing too. Mm-hmm. But um, I have those two albums and I'll listen to them through, like all the way through, but nothing ever really sticks. Yeah. But then for some reason, I was just listening to Stay With You the other day and I was like, oh my God, why did I never get into this song? It's so good. Yeah, I I love Stay With You. I, like, figured out all the chords, and I, like, play along with it sometimes. The only two songs that I play off that album that I, like, go to on purpose is Stay With You and Hello. I love those two. Hello is really short, too, but I like the, the the rhythmic element of Hello. But I think the reason why that I really haven't gotten into Capsule is because there is so much content from Capsule. It's, like, daunting to me. But, like, I went through, like, I have, like, three of Perfume's full discographies when I first discovered them, and I, like, I blew through those, and I, like, got attached to those really fast. I don't know why. There's something about Capsule that I just, like, I don't, I just, I find it intimidating for some reason, and then, you know, there there are definitely gems in Capsule, and I'm sure there's more that I, I just haven't found yet, but I just, like, I'm just, like, eh, I'm just not in the mood. It's one of those situations. But. Yeah, it's a it's a very specific sound that I'm not really always in the mood to listen to. Yeah, totally. And so it's I tend not to get into as many of the songs, but I would like to. Yeah, it, it's it's definitely I'm not like bashing capsule at all. It's just I I don't know. I just want to jump into them when I have the the time and the effort to jump in. Um, but anyway, it was just kind of a tangent that we went off of, but, uh, I'm, I'm liking cling cling. I don't know if in my ears, I don't think it sounds Russian, but maybe it's Russian. (laughs) (laughs) It's Russian, but, um, I don't know. We should, we should veer away from J pop because I know that we love to talk about it constantly. You said beforehand that you had a story about children drowning. (laughs) Well, yeah, don't get your hopes up. Nobody oh, dies in this story. <laughs> okay, this is from, I was, I w- found this looking through all of those gadget sites I look on. Yeah. Um, it's called, it's from gadgets.com and it mm-hmm. says headband is an early warning system for child drownings. Basically, it's this headband you put on your kid. It basically looks like a cyclops like third eye it it like wraps around their forehead and it's this huge detector right in the middle of their forehead and it's waterproof or whatever but it, and it connects to an app on your phone mm-hmm. and it tells you if your kid has been underwater too long what and you can okay so if your kid from, this is from what i understand from the article i'll just say allegedly right here <laughs> whatever um you can program it. So, like, if you have a kid who is a really good swimmer and, like, does a lot of under in the pool a lot, like, can swim from front to the back of the pool, hold their breath, be underwater for longer, you can mm-hmm. program it to not warn you 
you know, for the time that you think your child can be underwater. If, if your child is typically drowning, you can program it so it doesn't <laughs> fucking annoy you every time your child almost drowns. Right. But if you have like a toddler or something and you can put it on as like a wristband for them or an armband and then it'll tell you when your child like falls in the pool. I see. It'll like alert I, you. I, How I, about- have a, I have a better idea. How I think you were going to say the exact same thing. How about you fucking watch your kid? God damn it. Instead That's of- what I was going to say. Yeah. How about we don't let our babies roam around the edge of the pool unsupervised with like electronics attached to them? Fucking idiots. How about we like watch them? I think that would be a much easier method. Yeah, I think logistically speaking, can it you seems imagine like- <laughs> <laughs> sitting inside your house, <laughs> getting a push notification? Charlie's your, been your under the water for five minutes, <laughs> and then you just like you just turn your phone off. <laughs> you just like slowly flip it over. <laughs> Break out that Franzia. Where's the boxed wine? This is why I'm never going to be a parent. Uh, God damn it. These I, are the, uh, I just don't understand these gadgets. It's just, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's good in, I mean, I see where they're coming from. Yes. But just watch your fucking kids at the pool. <laughs> there's, there's a difference between like, because we're, we're in this like gadget age. I mean, we've always been in a gadget yeah. age. It's just been like continually snowballing. But sometimes it gets to the point where it's like, like there, I was looking at an article today. I was looking. There was um, a, a a compiled article on CNET about outdoor gadgets and garden gadgets, and there were like these little gadgets for two hundred and fifty dollars that you put. It was one little stick, and you put it in a potted plant, and it would send you a push notification when your plant wanted to be watered. And I'm like. How about you just fucking water your plant every fucking day instead of because like how hard is it to when it's hot out water your plant a little bit more? Did well, it don't rain? Don't you just also like can't you just stick your finger in yes, the soil? You, yeah, uh, is the soil dry? Better water like, the I have plant. I've killed every plant that I've ever owned, and I've only <laughs> ever owned cacti. So <laughs> that says a lot. <laughs> So I may not be the best person to talk to about that, but yeah, I feel mm. like you can just feel the soil. Yeah. Did uh, I ever tell you I almost drowned when I was little? Well, I think everyone is, I mean, maybe not everyone, but I've had an experience where I have almost drowned, but what was yours? Mine was, um, I'm pretty sure we were in a hotel pool. I'm pretty sure we mm-hmm. were in Florida and, um, I was sitting on the steps. I was really young. I don't even remember how young I was, but I've never been able to swim. Like I just, I still don't know how to swim. I have no interest in learning. I don't like being wet unless I'm in the shower. (laughs) I'm over it. I'm over water. You're a land creature. We have legs for a reason. We evolved (laughs) to walk on the land. I'm not not returning to the water. Yeah. It's just unnatural, and I won't stand <laughs> for it. Unnatural, <laughs> goddammit. But um, my, what I guess happened? my parents, they were, my parents were, like, playing with my sister, like, in the actual pool. Mm-hmm. And I guess I wandered off of the, either the edge of the pool or just down the steps or something. 
And I was just standing at the bottom of the pool and I remember it so clearly. And what I did was I didn't struggle. I didn't do anything. <laughs> you All were I ready. did was I raised my hand. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? I just stood at the bottom of the pool and raised my hand. And then finally you- someone came and got me. <laughs> Were you asking the pool's permission to, like, drown? Oh, that reminds me of, um, well, I was a super well-behaved kid. Like, oh, I, was, I, I, I can totally see that. Yeah, I was super quiet. I n- never made a sound. Like, I never <laughs> gave my parents any trouble. I was the good kid. Mm-hmm. Um, but today on the bus, there were these two kids that were just, the entire time they were on the bus, they were just screaming and screeching. How old were they? And I was, um, oh God, I don't even know. I don't know. I don't know anything about children. Well, like, were they like high school kids? Or oh, no, like- no, no. Oh, these were like, they were with their mom. So oh, okay, they were like, okay. I don't think they were in school yet. But they but were being see, little shits in general. They were being little shits. And I can't even relate to that. To that. Like, part of me wants to be like, oh, my God, you need to control your children. And I that's all very well for me to say, having never had children. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean. I feel that totally. Yeah. Um, so I don't feel like I have any right to say that because I don't know what that mom's going through. She might have way too much to handle right now. Yeah. But I I can't relate to it because I was... I was never loud. Like, I would have, one, I probably would have gotten in trouble. Like, if I had oh, been yeah. screeching on the bus, my mom would have put a stop to it. She would have been oh, like, yeah, we same, don't do that in same. public. We respect the other people on the other 50 people on this bus. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, and so part of me is like, why just do that <laughs> yeah why why can't you just be respectful yo i i totally understand that because i was also a very very quiet kid i was very well behaved like i barely cried when i was a like a an infant mm-hmm. i was i was my best behavior all the time and i think it just it came from the fact that i was just a very shy individual and so i just i didn't want to embarrass myself or like i didn't it's not really embarrassing myself i just didn't want to bring any attention to me when i was a kid because i just didn't like it and right. so I, th- I think that kind of turned into me just like not like being outlandish in public or something. Like obviously I got upset when I was a child because you're a child, like it happens, but it was never like, I don't think I ever like had a temper tantrum in public, like at Walmart because I didn't get candy or something. Like I was like a very quiet kid. And so when I see that in public, I'm just like, why can't you kids be, why, why can't you kids just be really, really shy and not yeah. have well, any like, emotions and- <laughs> like me? <laughs> And it's like, I it's I think it's knowing that, like, seeing loud children and knowing that it's not just them being kids. It's exactly. like, because I wasn't like that. We weren't like that. And so, you yeah. know that it could be better. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, you know better as an adult. <laughs> yeah, you know that this is not something that has to be happening. And, like, the kid, one of the kids was sitting right beside me, and she was flailing her arms, and she kept, like, hitting me in the head. And I was just, (laughs) and the mom was just, like, watching it. And I was just, like, it was one of those situations where I think the mom, like, the moms think everything their kid does is amazing. So cute. So she was probably, like, while her daughter was, like, slapping me in the face, she was like, oh, my God, we should get you some boxing lessons. Like, you're so great. You're perfect. (laughs) And I just, uh, am, all meanwhile. this time, I'm like, I just worked eight hours and I'm dying. 
I'm gonna throw <laughs> this kid out the fucking window. Toss him out. I'm gonna put this wristband on him and throw him in a pool and w- watch their oxygen. But that that's the thing. That's the uncomfortable <laughs> position to be in because because you're like like a you should be fucking disciplining your kid. But B, I don't want to be the person to discipline your kid because I'm not yeah. you. This child is not my responsibility. Yeah, and, so and you're I put in that position of just like not doing anything. Yeah, and you're just like. And I always fuck. I try to like. It's one of those situations where you try to put yourself in the mom's shoes, and you're like, maybe she just has way too much to handle. Maybe yeah, that exactly. Mom or dad is just overloaded. But I can't. I am unable to experience that path in life when I you're don't. getting hit in the head. Yeah. by anyone. <laughs> Especially a kid, you just want to <laughs> tell him to shut the fuck up. You just wanted to stop. <laughs> just, I don't want to deal with it, God. But when did you almost drown? Okay, yeah. So I, I almost drowned in a hotel pool, like you. Oh, bonding. I know, yay. right? <laughs> uh, we were both ready, but um, I don't really remember all that happened. I don't know where I was. How old were you? I, I was probably oh it was last year. Um no. <laughs> <laughs> you just went face down in it. Yeah, it just, I was just I was Yeah, I, I drowned <laughs> in the bathtub. Um no, I think I was probably like well I took swimming lessons when I was a kid. Okay. So, and it was must have been before that because I would have known how to like float on my back or something. So I must have been right. rather young. So I was probably around like six or seven. Um and we were at a hotel pool somewhere. And my cousin was with us, and he's a lot older than me. I think he's about nine, eight years older than me. And I, like, I apparently, I I probably started in the shallow end and, like, accidentally traveled towards the deep end a little too much. And I was, like, obviously struggling. Like, I was gasping for breath and whatever. And he, like, dove in and, like, saved me. And, of course, <laughs> what I do remember is my parents were, like, just preoccupied with something else they were like talking or drinking or something um and a then plus parenting a plus parenting so they no, could have used this like cyclops had they yeah this this is for my parents in like 1998 um but i what i remember God, is i was I, already 10 i know i let's not end let's not get no, into fucking okay, how young i am <laughs> but um i remember like going up to my parents and being like i almost fucking drowned only as a six-year-old and they were just like that's nice sweetie <laughs> maybe i'm probably remembering it wrong to be honest so I, how I'm... did you get out of the pool well he he jumped in and he like oh, grabbed a hold of me and he like brought cute. me to the side or whatever but i was like legit panicking but then i i quickly got over it because i didn't um, even panic <laughs> you you were I was you were ready to go. You were R. You were so ready to go. R to G. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just imagine you just like calmly raising your hand and just being like, "Take me, was, Jesus." Uh, I'm sure. I I wish. Like I remember the moment clearly. I remember being underwater, but I don't remember the thoughts going through my head and what you know made me just raise my hand like a stupid little idiot. But um. I, I wish I could. Permission. <laughs> I wish I could go back to my little, you know, whatever year old mind and just see, you know, what, what the, the, that thought process was. What like, the fuck hey, were you thinking? You're about to die. Now's the time to like be <laughs> super polite hand. or raise your hand, <laughs> get permission to get saved here. 
I just I'm curious if you were asking for for permission to get saved or to just die. <laughs> Maybe I was sticking my hand out waving goodbye. <laughs> goodbye goodbye world. You're reaching out to Jesus. <laughs> and you were like, I'm here, grab a hold of me. Oh my god. Uh, Anyways, I think both of us could have used that headband even though we Yeah, we probably could all over have. It. <laughs> Sounds but, like we had some A plus parents watching us at the pool. God, my parents <laughs> were they had something better to do, honestly, than to yeah. try to monitor my stupid ass at the pool. My parents were busy raising the better child. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Come on. <laughs> oh my god, I was so emo about like my entire life. I always I'm still a little bit convinced that Hillary is the favorite. Really? Child. Oh totally. Like she she can really make my parents laugh and like gets gets along with them super well and stuff. And I am very quiet at home. Mm-hmm. Um but you of course you know Jessica and Ashley Simpson. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. I mean... Well, <laughs> Ashley Simpson had this song called Shadow, and it was about living in the shadow of her sister, and it came out oh when I was in, like, junior high or high school. So, of course, it affected your little <laughs> gay heart. <laughs> I was so emo into it, and I recently have re-listened to... Oh, my God. Ashley Simpson's first and second album are gold, P.S. Are you amazing. gay? I didn't know you I were am. gay. <laughs> No, honestly, Even, I, I've listened. You need and it's to. It's actually pretty good. You have or you haven't. You <laughs> I have. have I, I remember listening to Ashley Simpson's, at least her first album, and I was like, this isn't actually that bad. <laughs> I owned I'm, physical I'm copies of both. Uh, like, yeah, I, owned I, I wouldn't them. expect anything less from you. <laughs> uh huh. That and Lindsay Lohan's albums, and of course. Uh, um, but yeah, I re- recently rediscovered my Ashley Simpson collection the other day and it brought me back to all those emo emotions. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, listeners, y'all need to go listen to Shadow by Ashley Simpson and just imagine like junior high or high school version Joe sitting staring out his window with his headphones on listening to that song. Oh my god. And I you'll get a good laugh. In my head right now. <laughs> Of course, my mental image is you with your afro, which you've refused to show anyone on the internet. No one will ever see. There are <laughs> lots of, there's actually way too many pictures to even keep it under control anymore. But yeah, I had a legit afro in, especially junior high. But it was, really? um, yeah, okay, you know Sideshow Bob from The Simpsons. Oh, of course. My hair, when it grows... It grows in ringlets, like Shirley really? Temple ringlets. Yes. I kill for that. I want I, is... let's trade hair. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you can have this. I actually hate it. But um Yeah, when I was in a junior high, I just let it grow out. Like I just I don't remember why. But it was mm. it was just like Sideshow Bob. Sideshow Joe. Sideshow Joe. And then I in re- high school I cut it. A little bit shorter but it was okay. to the point where like it wouldn't grow down it mm, just, it would just grew grow up, up. and so it was <laughs> i had like this afro around my whole head it's crazy oh my god it had to, it protected you from all the evil spirits i did <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's where i but- kept all i was like um 
Oh, Mean Girls. Yeah. That's where all my secrets were. And so many fucking secrets, Jesus. So many secrets. Should have rented out a locker for that. But I, I had a bad... Wieners. Yeah, Gretchen Wieners. I had a... Um, a haircut experience when I was in it was the of course it was the day before picture day second grade and my mom wasn't home it was just my dad and it was another one of those moments where I just like wandered off around the house and I gathered some scissors and I was like you know what would be a really good idea if I cut my bangs the day before picture day second Ooh. grade oh i feel like so many kids have this exact oh, same yeah. story and like i don't I, know what I, possesses I, children to I do don't this know what it is because like it, i'm sure it's happened to a lot of people but like no shit day before picture day i thought it was a great idea to because like i had like i had bangs and i had like the, like a cute little kid haircut and i cut Hello? all of my I, I it was second grade so it was like oh okay six or seven again probably yeah and I I cut the shit out of my bangs. Aww. And my mother was so angry. It was like half angry, half like, of course this would fucking happen. And um, I think retakes, because like picture retakes in, in middle school and elementary school, I think it, for us it happened like three weeks later or something. Mm-hmm. Of course, that's not enough time for your bangs to grow back. And so... I, I don't even know if I have the original picture that I took, but I got retakes done and um, I just had really, really, really short bangs. <laughs> Aww. But um, that's another thing that I, I, I was doing recently is I, I went through all of my um, my photos, my like my professionally done photos, my school photos. Yeah. Um, Because, like, I mean, I'm sure your family has all of your photos. My mom is actually right now, for the past, like, year, she has been going through every photo we have, like, in the house and organizing Mm -hmm. everything. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So, I have been presented with all of my old school photos. (laughs) Many a school photo of Joe. Oh, yeah. I've seen them all. I love looking at at photos of, like, my sister and my family members especially like my dad and my mom but as soon as i like i look at mine like i i i think it's like this for everyone but i just get this wave of just embarrassment (laughs) that just over overtakes me and so unless i'm like alone i but whenever i look back at there's some quote that talks about how we are never able to recognize like how good we look at any given time or something or hopefully not the people the people who know that they're good looking are the biggest fucking douchebags in the entire fucking world amen i hate people who know they're good looking (laughs) they're the worst they are the worst worst. they are literally the worst but um where was i going with that oh but i'll look back at pictures of maybe in the past couple years and i'll Mm. be like oh i you know i really liked those pictures i looked really good but Mm -hmm. I'll look at pictures of my parents in high school and I think my parents were like super hotties in high school. Like my dad was, my dad was like, this is going to get creepy here in a second. (laughs) I'm ready. (laughs) I'm I'm all buckled in, Joe. (laughs) He was like um, nerdy, geeky, chic, cute, you know? That's totally my type. Yeah, he was like super cute and my mom was just gorgeous. I'm going to date your dad. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> no no i feel the but, same way about my parents 
But when I look back at my high school pictures, I wonder sometimes, like, I'm like, nobody's ever going to think about that, about these pictures of me in high school. <laughs> I was so fucking awkward. And oh, so... same. I was a disaster, like an absolute uh, yeah. disaster. And I still am. So bad. Like, oh, oh yeah, no, 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 no. It's, it's a disaster in progress. Yeah. <laughs> I just have to come to the conclusion that it's always going to be like this. I feel like the moment th- that you accept that you're absolute garbage and like move on from the fact that you're <laughs> not going to be anything else but that and just accept it and embrace it is the moment you start actually accepting and living your life. And I accepted that I was complete garbage about mm, three, four years ago. And my, I, I feel like my life's gone a, a lot smoother because I, I have very low expectations for like my appearances and photos and stuff like that. I'm just like, don't worry about it. It's garbage. You know, I have gotten, I have, well, okay. So I've been shaving my head now for, I guess it, well, it's been a long time. Yeah, and it's yeah just it has. I guess it's been about a year. I've shaved it bef- once before in the past when I lived in Philly and then- Oh, I had dyed it blonde for a while, and that just murdered it. Just oh, killed sure. my hair. Because I, I wasn't taking very good care of it. Um, mm-hmm. And then I was just like, um, I'm just going to shave it off and maybe start fresh. But when I shaved it, I was like, oh, my God, this is so fucking convenient. I don't have to do anything. I have saved myself like 40 minutes every day to do whatever I want. There you go. And so I think that was sort of maybe my first step in realizing i'm giving up <laughs> yeah yep i i totally understand that just this yeah. is it this is fucking it because <laughs> i was like well this is this is that time where i have first outweighed convenience for whatever i don't even know yeah. what i'm trying to say but then again i also do like you know my skincare routine is oh yeah Super extensive. It's amazing. Have, you should have, you should write a fucking novel about it. I sh- I could I could too, um, <laughs> but I don't think I will ever let go of that. Well, I mean, once you get into like a routine of something, like yeah, we we really as as a species, like we really like routine, and we like you know that that comfort of this of of a routine and getting into it and stuff like that. So I I don't I mean, there's no I reason for you to more... stop your skincare routine. Well, I think it's gone past routine and it's like obsession now. Ooh. Like it's, yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> You're crazy. I'm crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's official. <laughs> because like I spend, well, for as long as I can remember growing up, I've just always researched skincare products and look for the best stuff and tried out as many different ones as I could and whatever. Mm-hmm. But I think that may just be more of like a hobby slash obsession thing but i mean i the, don't remember how we got here i don't know but the the, the <laughs> thing that you need to realize is i mean i've seen you in person via vidcon and your skin was flawless and so whatever the <laughs> fuck you're obsessing about it's working and i'm jealous so it's not you know what though okay people constantly ask me to make a video or blog about my skincare routine but i mm-hmm. think what's also equally important here is my beauty routine after my skincare routine because ah, i also you use look products kawaii. i use products and i yeah. i mean i'm very limited like i i just use a a tube cover up for whatever zits i have or whatever and then mm-hmm. um i do i cover up the bags under my eyes 
which mm-hmm. I actually don't really even have bags under my eyes because I use so much so much like moisturizer and other products and whatever. See, there you go. It's working to your benefit. <laughs> <laughs> but I do whenever there's an imperfection, like I touch it up somehow. Obsession. I I do have very far from perfect skin. Well, I mean, I I you have a lot. I mean, the the fact that you're an introvert and you don't go outside as often as like uh, someone who ever lives in California <laughs> usually goes outside. People don't realize that like melanoma is a real thing. And yeah. um, tan people may be pretty, but their skin's going to fall off eventually. So yeah. <laughs> pale. I want pale to be the new tan. I'm ready for I've it. I've used like layers upon layers of SPF as long as I can remember. Although this summer, you know, I tanned. You did, you did, and you were I, so wary about it, understandably so. I go through, um, well, I tanned in high school, too. I went to the tanning beds, like, with, I don't know why. Well, oh, I know why I started it. I was in a play, and I had to wear a toga. And I was <laughs> like, I was like, I can't I, fucking be super I'm not. I pasty. don't want to look like a ghost. I want to look like I'm from Greece. <laughs> so you don't want to look like difference. I'm naked in this white sheet. <laughs> So I tan because it was just what everyone like when you're in a when you grow up in a small town, the only thing in town is a tanning bed salon. And oh, yeah, everyone goes after school and you just hang out at the tanning salon. Um, So I would tan, but I don't burn like I have really convenient. Yeah, I have very, very like my my skin is like olive. And so I, I don't burn. See, I'm like really white like excruciatingly white i was what i was back in uh the town where my grandfather is he's still kicking he's things are happening but i i've been Mm -hmm. driving back and forth he um lives about an hour and a half away it's about 95 miles and i i drive down there every week and i drive back to my hometown helena um every at the end of every week and so i've I've been (laughs) for a small tangent the glorious thing about having a car is that when you're driving, you can scream to songs and no one can hear you. Oh, but I missed that. <laughs> I know. I missed it so much. And I'm so glad I can I can scream inaudible, awful, completely wrong Japanese lyrics in the car and no one can hear me. Mm-hmm. But anyways, so I, I was um, outside with my mom and my aunt and we were taking a break from taking care of him. Um, and it was sunny out. And I was outside for maybe 15, 20 minutes with my shirt on and whatnot. And I went back inside and I went about my day. And right before I went to bed, I like knocked my neck into something and it hurt. And I I was sunburned. Like (gasps) my, the back of my neck is, it's not like really bad, but it's like, it's tender still. And it's been like three days. And I was only in the sun for like 15 to 20 minutes. And I was like, God damn it. Why am I this white? But now I'm just waiting for the the glorious, I'm so weird, the glorious gross moment when I can just peel my skin off and throw it in the garbage can and be done with it. So it won't hurt anymore. But I, I do have an really obs- like that. I like, have an obsession like with peeling burnt skin. It's weird. And like scabs. Yep. yep. I like anything where this is going to sound weird. We're, <laughs> don't worry we're, we're, we're all in this together joe don't worry about it like parts of the body are coming off not mm. like leprosy in a, you know <laughs> esque 
Passions, cosmetology, and leprosy. (laughs) There's just something so satisfying about... Oh, and it's also... It goes along with... um, I, you know, picking scabs, of course. I think everyone really enjoys picking scabs. Yeah, I don't if know you don't what like picking scabs, you're lying. Yeah. So. <laughs> but then, like, um, if you have a zit or something, now mm. we're getting gross. Here and, we go. And you've, you've, it's been brewing for it's, a while. Yeah. <laughs> it's ready and to then, go. And then you finally get it, get to pop it. It's the finally relief. ready. Yes, you're just like... It's just, I don't know. And I feel like that I feel better the more stuff that comes out of a zit. Yes. (laughs) I like, I gauge like how successful it was by the amount of pus that comes out of it. Oh my God. And then, you know, like, okay, we are really getting gross here. But okay, you know, when you, if you pop one Mm -hmm. and like the, the juicy juice comes out first, (laughs) but then there's like the hardcore of it as well. Oh yeah. That mm-hmm. you have to pop out, like yep. at the very bottom. Yep. When that comes out, and it's just like the best feeling ever. And then after you're done, and you like you rub your finger over it, and it's like, and it's flat. I've lost, I've lost so much. <laughs> you're like, I've lost weight. <laughs> <laughs> Weigh yourself before and after you pop that giant zit, everyone. I hate us, honestly. But, oh my god. It's so weird to talk about zit stuff because, you know, it's one of those things you just don't talk about with anyone. You don't but talk every, about everyone enjoys it. Everyone, everyone fucking everyone enjoys pops it. Their zits. And it's like you learn about how your zits work as you get older. Mm-hmm. Like, Jesus Christ, I've had zits. <laughs> I still have zits at 26 every once in a while. Like Same. Yeah, I've had zits half my life at this point. And <laughs> you like learn about them. And I still, I will make that mistake of accidentally, I'll try to pop one, like, before I leave the house or something. Yeah. No matter how many times it's I've messed up in the past, and I'll be like, oh, damn, it's going to be red all day now. Yep. It's the worst. I don't remember why we're talking about this at all, or why I'm even talking about that, but, <laughs> yeah, zits. <laughs> well, there you go, zits, everyone. We'll be on towards the, the end of our adventure <laughs> this week, so that's a great place to stop let's just fucking stop (laughs) um maybe someday (laughs) you'll hear our rainy day maybe not yeah maybe not it'll be be in our archive but uh i feel like this this podcast this episode that we just recorded is a lot better oh damn hold on Oh, Wait. who's calling you? <laughs> no, it's my alarm, and I can't turn it off because I tried to unlock my phone too many times. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my God. Well, some shit's hitting the fan, everyone. I think that okay, we will we'll probably all see you next week. I think it was a, it was a good episode, hopefully. It's so. a good episode. And yeah, we'll see you guys next week. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the show. Subscribe to us on iTunes or via SoundCloud at the show, samandjoe.com. You can follow me, Sam, at twitter.com slash bitcrunch and at soundcloud.com slash bitcrunch. And you can follow me, Joe, at twitter.com slash josephbirdsong or my blog, josephbirdsong.co. I don't know why I'm laughing. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you all next week on The, the Show. show. <laughs>